This is a podcast series produced by Hiraya Media featuring our conversations with Filipinos from across the world. This podcast has only one goal, to echo what is necessary. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Hiraya Talks. Unang pala, gusto kong i-congratulate kayong dalawa kasi yung analytics talaga ng ng ano ng ng the case of lazy leadership sobrang taas in fairness <laughs> yung the first yung pinaka talagang um, madaming madaming traffic yung the, the anchor will be amazing tapos nung yung tuno sa tinsa socials yung the case of leadership grabe ang daming ang daming nagbasa and i feel like it's because a lot of people really relate to it the burnt yeah. out the you know yung feeling close or parang feeling stressed out from working through this pandemic gusto ko malaman from Teresa especially and of course kay Jancy kasi I know Jancy really he has a, you have a different relationship with this um with this article right you really love this article I've seen it and I know because you've been through a lot too with your former company and 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 you what is the inspiration behind and what like Why did you write this? Why did you feel like writing this article, Therese? Um, well, very personal yung article sa akin kasi I wrote it um, like two months after I resigned. And I resigned from the company I worked in for my entire 20s. So I'm 29 now and I started working there when I was 2021. Ganun. Actually, mahal ko yung company and I liked the work that I did because mm-hmm. writing is my passion. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I really love writing talaga mm-hmm. since I was still seven years old. Nagsusulat ako sa diary. So, um, pursuing it as a career was, you know, ang corny pakinggan but it, it was actually like a dream come true. Pero, even if I was doing um, a job that I liked, bakit ako miserable? And that led me to my resignation. So, I wanted to understand that. And then, may ganun na akong namumuang feelings. And then, nilapitan ako ni Jancy. Sabi niya, um, gusto niyang ipasulat sa akin yung topic about lazy leadership. Mm-hmm. And lagi na namin pinag-uusapan yun sa um, office pag, ano, um, lunch break, ganyan. Nag-a-analyze kami yung mga buhay-buhay. And then, mm-hmm. so of course, parang na, marami na kaming ideas about it. And, um, sakto yung timing na mainit pa yung ganung mga feelings right. ko. And mm-hmm. I really wanted to understand Why? Alam mo, kasi writing, diba, is thinking. So, I when I left nung time na kinausap ako ni Jancy, magulo pa yung thought process ko. So, sabi ko parang, if I write this piece, it will help me organize my thoughts and understand um, what why I made that decision and what led me to that decision. So, yun. Kaya din siguro, um, I, I wrote it with much gusto. <laughs> Because it's very it. close to me. Fresh, oh, fresh, pa rin. Oh, si Jancy. Before, Jancy, bak? Parang, how did you think of Cha? Is it is is it because you've already talked to her about it, or like, bakit siya na isip mo magsulat ng ng piece? Uh oh. Well, um. Well, at first, kasi parang ah, uh, meron ako tatlong former office mates na tinap, de ba? To write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for Hiraya. So, one is Simon. Diba? He wrote two articles about the fitness industry mm-hmm. and the existing diseases before coronavirus. And then, uh, 
the other one, the one you mentioned a while ago, yung article na The Encore Will Be Amazing, mm-hmm. I tapped um, a former co- colleague from Black Sheep um, to write about it. So, yung isang piece na to, yung Lazy Leadership, um, si Charisse yung talagang napili ko kasi just like what she said a while ago, um, nung nandun pa kami sa aming former work, we would always talk about this stuff. Ganyan. So, uh, about, uh, about, about, hindi lang, hindi lang naman about corporate culture and stuff. In general, about creative life. Ganyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, work-life balance, ba diba? So, medyo significant topic din siya lately. Ganyan. So, naisip ko talaga, parang, ah, si Charisse na lang. Kasi, at the same time, siguro, nasa ano kami, pareho kami ng life stage na gataon. Medyo mm-hmm. sing yung life stage namin and nag- yung naging life decision namin, di ba, to transition into a new chapter of our lives. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, nung dumating yung coronavirus, di ba, nung nag-start yung right. pandemic. So, mm-hmm. alam ko, confident ako, uh, aside from the fact that I know she's a very good writer, confident ako that pag nagbatuhan kami, it, it's gonna be effortless. Mm-hmm. We will be able to get each other sa kung ano yung intention nung article na, isip, na mm-hmm. isusulat niya. Yun. Yung, we've been um, we've been saying you guys have mentioned the word lazy leadership and I don't think people really know I don't think it's a coined term uh-huh. <laughs> or um, I think siguro simulan natin na lang siya sa Hiraya I coined natin sa Hiraya yung lazy leadership uh, uh-huh. for the listeners out there parang what what is lazy leadership for you guys but what what do you mean by lazy leadership See, I have my own, reading through the article, I have my own concept of what a lazy leadership is. I've seen it, I've worked with them, but what do you, you know, what is, what, how do you define lazy leadership, Charisse? Well, ako, simple na talaga. It's really refusing to change and to adapt to the modern times. Right. Kasi yung mga, yung mga institutions natin, like for example, my former company, halos ka-age ko siya, I think 20, basta recently, um, parang nag, nagka-milestone siya kasi parang 20 plus years na yung yung company na yon And um, 20, 20 plus years ago, yung mga yung mga practices na that, that built the institution to what it is now. But right now, There is a need to optimize to Absolutely. the changing times, and mm-hmm. lazy leadership comes in when they refuse to change because simply, ang daming tatabahuhin, ang daming babagoy sa sistema, and feeling la, what's it's working? So why change? Yeah, it's too much of a f- effort for them as well, yes. diba? Na parang eh. Dito na ako sanay, bakit pa ako magbabago? Yes, diba? If exactly. yan, parang, it looks naman to me, wala namang, to, tapos wala pa rin kasing nag, nag-complain. Parang, yung mga, di ba, hindi, I think it comes with us na parang hindi tayo reklamador masyado. Di ba, as a, I don't know if you guys agree, pero mga Filipinos hindi reklamador. They're yeah. very matiisin. Yeah. Actually, may, may, na, may, may, na, may nakita akong ano, um, chart, galing sa Department of Linguistics ng UP. Nilagay nila doon, i-share ko sa inyo interesting, kasi nilagay nila yung um, parang may chart ng emotionally expressive, 
and um, not emotionally expressive tapos sa pagano na access hmm. confrontational at not confrontational yung mga hmm. Pilipino they are emotionally expressive pero non-confrontational non-confrontational so, I super agree yeah so parang they have namumuo na yung resentments at parang hmm. actually ando na yung mga reklamo but they don't have the courage to to speak out speak up Yeah, yeah. So totally it's also easy. a culture thing din talaga why It is. And go- and like growing up or growing up in the Philippines, working in the Philippines and then working here in the US, I can see the the stark difference. Americans are really expressive about mm. their it's like on yung satisfaction nila if it's not they're not satisfied, they're really so diba sa para Starbucks order pa lang. Diba? Yeah. Ang mga Amerikano, I worked at Starbucks for three years. Ang mga, ang mga Amerikano, they're like, this is not what I ordered. It is close to my order, but I will put, give it back. You have to get it right. Ang mga Pilipino, pag na, ay, hindi to order ko, okay na, sige na lang, mm-hmm. ito na lang. Diba? Yeah. Ganun ang mga Pilipino. And I think, it, it with the, sa workplace rin, diba, parang, Okay na, may, may pera naman ako, sumisweldo mm. naman ako, I, I, I get to pay my bills, ganyan, ganyan. Okay na rin yung kahit na-abused ako ng boss ko, diba? Mm. Because, yeah. because, kasi diba, totoo, diba? You're, we're, yung mga, yung lazy leadership, it's abuse. Parang yung, you're yeah. emotionally abused. You're, it's a work, diba, sa work environment, toxic na yun eh, kasi emotionally abused ka, tapos hindi ka pa, kunwari, hindi ka pa binabayaran, right? Pero ang dami mong trabaho, diba? Mm. Abuse rin yun. Diba? Yes. Ali, I think, I know, uh, it's good that you mentioned yung experience mo dyan abroad and then uh, dito sa Philippines working. Mm-hmm. Kasi it's uh, one of the most, in- sa mga hindi pa nakakabasa nung article, uh, one of the most uh, interesting parts of Charisse's article was yung part na may in-interview siya from Ateneo, professor mm-hmm. from Ateneo, uh, na minention nga that it's also cultural. Kasi, di ba, parang when we think about all the corporate culture flaws, di ba, or itong mga stories of burnout, um, okay, so andyan siya, andun yung issue. But um, it's so much uh, bigger than that. Or there's a deeper, uh, parang ongoing problem, mm-hmm. di ba, na nandun. Which is yun nga, parang yung pagiging matiisi ng mga Pilipino na uh, guys in resilience Mm-mm. or... Yeah. Supposed oh, yes. be a good trait. Yet, parang, uh, kung titignan mo din siya on a political standpoint uh, or, or, or or sa ibang angulo, precisely because kaya siguro nabibiktima ang mga Pilipino ng isang corrupt na government. Diba? Kaya din tayo nage-elect mm-hmm. ng officials ng paulit-ulit. It's because, tingnan nyo lang ngayon sa social media, kapag nagreklamo ka, diba? ang pagiging reklamador ay isang negative trait. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered I had a friend. I have a friend. Um, her husband is well. It's uh is uh, medyo ano siya, rich businessman talaga. Mm-hmm. Medyo talagang businessman na mayaman. And then um he's I don't know if he's pure Taiwanese or he's just half Taiwanese, half Filipino. But he wants to be addressed as uh Chinoy or a Filipino China, or Taiwanese Filipino. And He would always tell uh, my friend that you tell your friends, you tell Jancy to build his own production company, you have his own business. Because, siyempre, pag, diba, Chinese, iba yung upbringing, eh. hindi slave, hindi slavery. Mm-hmm. Parang, yeah. they need to have businesses. And what saddens him daw is, tayo daw mga Pilipino, na, uh, bansa natin to, 
this is our own soil, and yet, most of the business owners are Chinese or foreigners. We don't own our own businesses kasi masanay tayo that uh, yung security, diba? yung security of a job through, sa pag-a-apply sa mga corporate companies, mas yun yung pinaprefer natin. Pero sila, hindi kasi sila designed that way. And they also said na sa, sa Taiwan daw, actually, takot ang gobyerno sa citizens because it's it's a norm to complain. Hmm. As in, parang konting kibot. As in, kahit maliit na bagay, kinocomplain nila. Kasi ang punto nila, we're paying our taxes, di ba? Parang kami ang nagpapasahod sa gobyerno. So, it's, it, we have every right to do so. So, parang titko yun, di ba? Overall, di ba? Ang gadaganda ng part na yun kasi parang, uh, I think we need to take stock of ourselves as Filipinos. Diba? Na while, of course, there are giants or there are abusive bosses or uh, th- there are these giant companies na we work for, the problem is also nasa sa atin. Alam mo yun? Parang evaluate. Uh, w- what are the things that we do that allow this to, hop- to happen hmm. to us? Tama. We, somehow, uh, we, we should call them out yung mga mas matataas sa atin. But at the same time, how do we take responsibility for our situation? Mm-hmm. And to answer your question sa lazy leadership, actually, may feeling ako that pumasok lang, sabi ko nga kay Cha, pumasok lang sa akin yung word na yun, lazy leadership. Kasi pumasok lang siya sa akin. And then I realized na I called it lazy leadership because yun yung, actually, yun yung nagbigay ng ibang spin dun sa article. Mm-hmm. Una, just like what I said, di ba? Ang theme naman ng January and February articles ng Hiraya, our, our first uh, our, uh, batch of articles, it's really, ano, br- uh, how did the coronavirus um, bring out all the existing flaws of our society, di ba? Mm-hmm. It's that that the coronavirus is more than just a health crisis. Isa sa mga lumabas talaga is ito. Mm-hmm. Itong corporate culture because nauso ang work from home, di ba? And all of those yep. things. But then I realized na Uh, ang nagbigay nung ibang spin dun sa article is yung, la- yung word na lazy leadership. Kasi, ano eh, kahit pumunta ka sa Harvard Business Review or sa ibang website sa New Yorker, mm-hmm. New York, marami ng published articles about burnout. Okay? Meron ng mga books like The 4-Hour Workweek na nag or mga sleep. Mm-hmm. Diba? Na nagdi-discuss nung, nung, nung mga issues na yan. Pero for me, yung lazy leadership, nag-dawn lang on me, ah, okay. Yun, ang gusto nating ikwento sa article na to is uh, paano naapektuhan ng mga empleyado at ang isang negosyo, ang isang business, mm. di ba, ng leadership na nagre-rest on its laurels. Mm. Uh, parang something that, re- uh, a- 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 an institution that refuses to innovate. And innovation is always looked at as something na Actually, ang ironic kasi ang innovation naman is a normal practice, di ba, sa business. Lagi naman siyang nami-mention. It's, yeah, it should be. It should. At parang hirap na hirap tayo, di ba? Oh. Parang hirap ka mag-innovate. And I get it because, di ba, when you're venturing into new things, talaga namang it's, there, there's a risk. And of course, you ha- there's a bottom line, di ba, na kailangan ma-address. Mm-hmm. Pero parang somehow... Uh, nakakatawa din na nagre-refuse tayo to do it when, for me, innovation is not really something na it's it's a, it's necessary it's not groundbreaking it's not <laughs> it shouldn't be like yeah. parang it's it should be part of creating a business 
Yeah, yeah. because it, it because it's not like the society and the world is not stagnant. It always evolves, and like everything else should evolve along with it. Yeah, deba. Yeah. Diba? So, pag nabibring up ang innovation or parang forward planning sa mga meetings, for instance, or uh, trying out a, a new um, strategy, for instance, mm-hmm. parang kabadong-kabado tayong lahat. Mm-hmm. When in fact, diba? Parang, ha, hindi eh. Um, no, parang uh, in the same way na kailangan nating ibigay yung bottom line so that, you know, the operational expenses of, of a company and yung mm-hmm. swap. Okay. hindi din naman tayo masusustain ng pagiging stagnant, di ba? Mm-hmm. Innovation also have to be done for for to generate income. Hindi naman okay. natin, just for us, eh. alam mo, yun, mm-hmm. wala, vision or para you just want to take the lead. Hindi lang mm-hmm. naman for the ego. It's actually mm-hmm. sensible to innovate to bring in money, di ba? Mm-hmm. And for me, yun, the lazy leadership is the perfect term Diba? To discuss all the points of the article. Kasi kasama siya. Oo, given na rin pati yung pag-handle ng mga tao. Mm-hmm. Yung gap, diba? Yung, yung parang we don't... We, we always look at it na parang yung millennials are entitled. Gen Zs are entitled. And there's a generation gap. Ganun natin kababaw tinitignan yung issue. When in fact, hindi. Part of leadership and management is get, getting to know people and dealing with them accordingly. Yun yung mm-hmm. siguro, bata pa lang ako, na-impose na siya sa akin ng mom ko personally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always say my mom is my first leadership mentor. Na nung high school ako, sinabi niya nung naging class officer ako na parang, uh, you have to be able to learn na ang bawat tao ay magkakaiba at may complexities. Absolutely. Ang ng responsibilidad mo bilang leader is hindi lang maging authoritarian or to impose what you want. Every single person, in the same siguro na pag-parent ka, bawat anak mo magkakaiba, you deal with them differently. Yun. And kung doon tayo nagpo-fall short, di ba? May mga companies na nagpo-fall short doon. Yun. Nung, 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 nung minention mo, Jancy, yung yung sinasabi ng mga older like older generations or yung mga managers natin na ano 40 50 years old na na para mga gen z mga millennials ano to um entitled gusto agad ganito gusto agad ganon na meron ako nagsha-shopping ako ng isang araw sa the downtown mountain view tapos ano to meron ako nakitang libro ang nakalagay wait lang na pinicturean ko kasi sobrang nakakatawa kasi parang sobrang swak na swak sabi niya Sabi niya, ano to, when I, during my time, parang ganun, during my time, I just, after I graduate, I just walk into a job and ask for, for the job. Tapos ang nakalagay sa susunod na page, okay, boomer. <laughs> yun yung title <laughs> ng ano, yun yung title <laughs> ng buong libro, okay, boomer. Ganun. Uh, parang kasing, hindi ko, parang, I think it's, yung lazy leadership to me is um them being super lazy to to learn new things. Mm-hmm. Yung parang, di ba sabi nga, old, old dogs can't learn new tricks, di ba? But mm-hmm. I think, siguro, old dogs can at least hear about new yeah. things. Uh-uh. Di ba? That old adage, I don't agree with that. Kasi, mm-hmm. I have a dog. Alam mo, or we all have dogs. And we know that dogs can learn new tricks or... Mm-hmm. They are they are actually creatures of kung magiging literal ako dun sa phrase dayon ah, they are actually creatures of habit and eh, diba there's a way to go, to go about it diba mm-hmm. and same goes with humans parang 
if if you stop if you stop learning you you die alam mo yon parang mm-hmm. you're and siguro alam to ni Charis isa to sa laging tinuturo din sa amin sa mga rikili workshops namin mismo ni di ba this uh, screenwriter prominent screenwriter Filipino screenwriter and author rikili he would always remind us na hindi natatapos ang pagkatuto at pagiging open and may naalala ko may shinare siya na hindi siya di daw siya naniniwala na may ano may divide yung mga generations na parang mm-hmm. oh tayo, tayo and then yung mas younger sa atin Gen Z and then boomer siguro in a sense in terms of age bracket oo sige i-divide natin and in terms of anong naabutan sa history or something ganyan pero as long as nabubuhay ka daw tayo nang sama-sama sa isang sa henerasyon na tayo iisang henerasyon lang tayo so parang uh, even sa kanila sila daw na older they can't be complacent na ah, okay we're boomers and ano we don't get you hindi kasi nabubuhay ka sa mundong to along with these other younger generations eh so you belong to this generation we all belong to each other's generation mm-hmm. all of your all of us are here Diba? Trying to navigate this difficult world right now. Yun. And, dako Charis, alam mo, actually, isa yan sa mga paborito kong part ng article mo, yung binanggit mo yung noong panahon namin. Ang favorite term na noong panahon namin. Mm-hmm. Parati na lang. Parati na lang narinig kayo. Noong panahon namin, hindi ganito, hindi ganun, hindi ganun. Aba, ano na ngayon? 2021 na ngayon, sir. Ang, ang hilig nalang mag-compare, no? Pero... Nung time kasi nila, that was like 30 years ago. Sobrang iba na yung panahon. Why why copy-paste mm-hmm. um, practices na nung 30 years ago nag-work and they assume na it will also um, be effective at this time? Feeling ko, feeling ko din kasi nung time, um, nung time nila, well, just looking at um, my parents then and some boomers I know. Actually, may... may may boss ako before nung same company pero ibang department. When I resigned uh, at lumipat ako sa ibang department, sabi niya, nung panahon namin daw, um, <laughs> economic lang yung drive nila. Talagang gusto lang nila, gusto lang nila kumita. Bakit ako daw, naghahanap ako ng purpose, ng passion, ganyan. <laughs> May ganyan, ganun yung common sentiment nila. Kaya din siguro, um, na-associate na with millennials yung entitled. Kasi parang it, it's asking too much to to find purpose mm-hmm. and meaning sa work. Kasi I guess for them, they were, um, they were it was ingrained in their psyche na work is just a means to earn. Mm-mm. Money, money. Kaya parang it's like a novel concept for them na yung generation natin. Gusto natin ng meaningful work. Gusto natin ng um, be treated <laughs> with decency. <laughs> kasi kung bare minimum right yes. I mean yung like yung point naman ng article actually hindi hindi yung hindi ka groundbreaking innovation yung gusto nang natin sabi nga dun sa ano yung close yung conclusion ni Jancy um work empowers a person to have control ng fate niya and and also yun yung nagagrant ng um, dignity sa tao tiba it's not it's not too much parang like sabi sa pinaka minor thing lang for example na paggrant ng leave yung mga ganong um, little things na na pagsasat ng boundaries na hindi ka tatawagan sa mm-hmm. ano during your leave yung mga ganon that, that's not that's not even like hindi nyo kailangan mag meeting or mag planning para maisipan na gawin yon but why is it so hard for them to do Plus, that 
Yes. As in money. Well, as in, hindi, <laughs> alam ko eh. Yeah. Hindi nyo kailangan maglabas ng pera para maging desenteng tao mm. or to deal with people. Yeah. And yung, yung pinaka-strange talaga is us um, um, asking for this change from our superior, uh, mm. immediate supervisors. Parang it's already asking too much. Doon ako talaga hindi ko maintindihan. I mean, gusto uh, na natin to be treated humanely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, sobra. Parang, parang we're asking for this much when you have a lot. Why are you questioning what I'm... Parang bakit? But kailangan yeah. mo questionin, di ba? Parang kahit na yung small little things like yung um, paid time off or yung leave, di ba? Minsan, iba yeah. dyan, yung... Personally, yung boss ko naman, hindi siya, hindi siya, um, hindi siya maarte na, oh, ganito, ganito. Pero, I've heard a lot of stories where you ask for a leave or you ask for a paid time off. They're like, oh, saan ka pupunta? Bakit ka maglilig? Diba? Ang daming ganito. Pakailan mo ba? Yeah, parang so, kalang boundary, no? Oo, parang, pakailan mo ba? Buhay ko to yung personal life ko. Sasama ba kita? Actually, they don't even need to know kung anong gagawin mo sa libro. They, they because don't. that's your right. Yes. <laughs> they don't. Bakit mo kailangan tanungin? Um, di ba may na, nauulit yung term na entitlement and all. Mm-hmm. Guro, ay, uh, sige, uh, as, uh, parang for the purposes of fairness or di ba, balance dun sa issue, sa pag-discuss tong issue. Okay, I must admit na meron naman talagang mga Gen Zs or Millennials na entitled. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Or ganito siya, in general, may mga taong entitled. Okay? But sinasabi kong tao in, na entitled because ayoko siyang i-associate sa particular age bracket or, ge- or label of a generation. In general, there are people na entitled. So there are also boomers who are entitled. Oh, absolutely. The attitude of a boomer, of a boss boomer for instance, who practices power play whether conscious mm-hmm. is entitlement in itself. It's like, you know, parang you're telling me that just because you're the boss and you're the one up there, you are entitled, mm-hmm. diba? To power wrongly towards me or to use the, the your power in your own liking, diba? Yeah, yeah. When it, it it might sound unfair, it might mm-hmm. sound inhumane nga, diba? So, that's entitlement. Entitlement din matatawag yung kapag sinasabi mo na ako ang masusunod. Diba? Mm-hmm. You're saying that I have the right na ako ang masusunod mm-hmm. dahil I know better than you, dahil I've seen it all, diba? Mm-hmm. That I've, our generation have uh, has been through war and mm-hmm. martial law and um, recessions that you don't know what you're saying and we do. Diba? Para na na and that's also entitlement, 'di ba? So it's kumbaga parang kung may mga entitled na millennials, may mga entitled the genzies, may entitled the boomers. So let's let's change entitled the the attitude ng entitlement na pero pare-pareho natin siyang baguhin, 'di ba? Let's not blame a generation for it. Mm-hmm. 'Yon kasi it creates it creates more divide. It creates yeah, sure. yep. Diba parang, just ko, ang dami na division ng mundo. dami ng labels. Dagdag-dagdag pa tayo, dagdag-dag sa workplace. Yun, mm-hmm. parang it's very inefficient to do it. That's true. Um, sa Dito naman sa, uh, gusto kong i-compare and contrast. Dito naman sa Silicon Valley, where I work, I work as an HR for a Silicon Valley startup. Um, dito, ang sa Silicon Valley kasi, verti- um, 
yung yung hierarchy walang you, you know kahit na sa akin kasi sa office namin walang oh sir, um or manager ka or director ka I can't talk to you or you know sa amin kasi open office so if I need some something from a director I can walk up and talk to them diba sa sa I sa Manila hindi usually ganun eh diba parang you have to do this do that before you can come up to you know to yung bureaucracy malala yeah, yeah. dito feeling ko ganun pero I think it's a different type of um of I don't know work culture naman there is microaggressions as well there is also yung divide ng I think that's yun pa yung microaggression parang yun pa yung isang ano sa amin na kasi nga di, sa, I mean sa Pilipinas isa lang yung race or dito naman kasi there's more than one race diba so may microaggression pa I think yun pa yun yung i-compare and contrast ko lang yung difference ng Silicon ng Silicon Valley working in Silicon Valley in a working in the Silicon Valley and working in Manila. So yung yung toxic cultures dito naman sa Silicon Valley. Um yung yung until late at night you're you're expected to work. Kasi lalo na sa multi-dollar or multinational corporations like mine. Um like our oh, mine sa akin <laughs> pero like where I work at. Yeah. we have we have um we have offices in Seoul. We have we have an office here. We have an office in um, New York. You know, so it's different time zones. So you're expected to cater to them even when it's like 9 p.m. already or 10 p.m. That's toxic culture, de ba? I only get yeah. paid 40 hours a week. Technically, mm-hmm. I get paid 40 hours a week, and you pay my salary is 40 hours a week. Pero you're expected me to work late at night or on the weekends. Diba? It's a different kind of toxic environment naman. Sa inyo, parang what, what, ano yung toxic environment, toxic trait na you're like, ayoko na. Ayoko na. Ayoko na, magtat- ayoko na magtrabaho dito. Like, uh, I'm, I'm burnt out. What, ano yung, yung ganun? Parang, yung typing I, point. Yes, oo. Sorry. Sinawa <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, si ka parang excited. Ako, <laughs> ako siguro, well, yung, Sobrang late na working hours. We yeah. also do that. Like, yeah. nag-brainstorm kami hanggang 4am. Tapos, 4am. Tapos, you're expected to do a pitch at like 10am. So, hindi ka na talaga matutulog kasi nag-aayos ka pa ng deck and all that. But aside, more than that pala, yung, yung nature kasi ng company, in, a, in the creative industry, di ba? I mean, kailangan mo mag, maging open about your life and about your personal thing, about your personal stories. Yung dati kong boss was a gaslighter. Like, of course, kailangan, you, ano, you incorporate your personal life sa stories mo. So, of course, that boss knows stuff about me and my colleagues, kanyan. And she uses that to, like, manipulate us into becoming more productive or parang para makun... Ma, like for example, ato ato yung malala talaga. My friend, my my friend just died like um this morning, and then so sa Monday meron kaming pitching. So syempre magluluk sa ako sa weekend, kasi Friday my friend died no Friday weekend magayos kami ng pitch for Monday, mm-hmm. and then sabi sabi para manya sa akin na 
gamitin ko daw yung nararamdaman ko para gumawa pa ng isa pang kwento na baka pwede i-pitch sa Monday. Yung ganong things na... <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> sobrang malala. Sobrang malala niya talaga. Yung... Yun yung... Yun talaga yung... One of, kasi yung long hours, I understand naman na lahat ng companies may ganun. And um, sa amin naman, to be fair, may, may peak season ng sobrang sunun-sunod na puyat and then may time din naman na downtime so parang it's manageable pero the emotional manipulation talaga yung hindi ko kaya like wala talagang boundary connect with us on Instagram and Twitter Hiraya underscore media and on Facebook Media Hiraya also drop by our website hirayamedia.com for more of our stories in different formats if you want to share your stories with us send us an email hello at hirayamedia.com And that's another episode of Hiraya Talks. Thank you for listening. Maraming salamat.